Hello, it's Mr. Nasty. And Mrs. Nasty. <laughs> Welcome back to You've Got a Minute. I'm Cheyenne. I'm Mrs. Nasty. And in this podcast... Is that your Tom Hanks impression? <laughs> Is that your trying to think up we are an American family? That was a very good recovery. This is You've Got a Minute. We explore, deep dive, turn over every stone of the film You've Got Mail. And in this minute, the ultra dorm is kicked in. <laughs> this is this a boring minute for you? No, 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 no. Uh, it's just a boring minute for Patricia, who since last minute has been knocked unconscious, like with a tranquilizer. It's an exciting minute, though, for our listeners who get to play a game of can we hear that dog licking his crotch? Bert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Patricia is asleep. If you'll remember, she and Joe had just gotten back from the party. She was celebrating the fact that she got to meet Frank Navasky. And the second Joe turns out the lights and says he's not tired, Patricia... She's gone. She's gone. The ultra dorm has just kicked in. Full frontal snoring. And he's... Full frontal snoring? I would describe that as what's happening. Really? Yes. What part of that phrase... I don't really know what it means, but it sounds like... Full frontal means when you just show someone the full frontal. It means flashing top to bottom. Well, she's showing the full snore. Tom (laughs) Hanks in the darkness just kind of looks over at her and is like, Are you fucking serious? She's literally fully dressed in undercovers. (laughs) She's snoring very loudly. Yeah. And in this moment... Tom Hanks, Joe Fox, gets up from his bed and starts crafting an email. An email. Is this the mirror of when Kathleen was talking to Frank and the lone read scene happened? Like he was trying to talk to Patricia about something and she immediately either she made it about her or was unavailable emotionally. Yeah. And, and he turns to Kathleen. Yes, and something I had never noticed before, which I caught in this minute, was the email is called, In Case You're Wondering, I'm Not Perfect. So this goes back to what we were talking about, I think, in the last episode, the last several episodes, about how unredeemable Joe Fox is. He, uh, we will see, actually feels bad about what happened with Kathleen. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that necessarily redeems him, but he does clearly feel some guilt and we see that in the letter that he crafts to her as well and it's funny because the woman he's writing emails to he's been so preoccupied with her and now he's preoccupied with kathleen not knowing yet that they are the same person yeah so he's almost going to kathleen for advice about how to act with with kathleen yeah it is interesting that like every version of this woman captivates him and i have to assume that was intentional on the part of the creators you know when she is shop girl she's all he can think about and when he meets kathleen kelly now she's like you said she's also and that's a that's a really good little thing that they've done i think it's one of those details again that has to exist to make the behavior here somewhat acceptable yeah like both of these people cheating on their let's let's make a definitive statement is this cheating Not in this scene, but in some scenes coming up, I think that there are definitely some breakup-worthy events. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just, like, if I found out you had an email relationship with someone reading all of these emails, if you came to the defense of, well, we're clearly just friends, it's like, fine, but you're not talking to me about butterflies on the subway. Well, I mean, I don't, that's the thing. I don't know. To Ju- which your retort might be, well, I try. And yeah. And never listen. Yeah, I don't think that the relationship that they have at this moment is inappropriate. But I think that the way that it mani- it comes to manifest itself probably is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into this email because it is one of the few points of self-awareness I think Joe fully has. It's one of the few that he exhibits. Yeah. Yes. So what does he say? Joe opens up this email by saying, Do you ever feel you become the worst version of yourself? That is such a heavy question. It's so emo. (laughs) He sounds like a teenager. He's not okay. He's not okay. Uh, He sounds like a teenager. He really does. But he then goes on to clarify it in a way that I think helps his case a little bit. He He uses very big words following this sentence. uh, He says... That a Pandora's box of all the secret, hateful parts, your arrogance, your spite, your condescension, has sprung open. And then he gets specific. He says, someone provokes you, and instead of just smiling and moving on, you zing them. Hello, it's Mr. Nasty. He he says, hello, it's Mr. Nasty. So this is like a recurring character for him. Like, this is his alter ego he steps into when he switches from Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde. Yeah, I think that um, what we're seeing here is that in Joe Fox's mind, there's sort of the person he wants to be and the person he thinks that he is deep down um, versus the person that he's trying to sort of get a handle on. Uh, mm-hmm. Jekyll and Hyde actually is a really great comparison there. It's almost as though like the business version of Joe has to be a bully. He feels like that's what's expected of him. And deep down, he doesn't want to be like the mean, all-consuming, powerful capitalist. He wants to be the nice guy. Well, I think what's curious about what you said is that we so rarely see Joe at work. Like this part of his personality has bled into his personal life because all of these unflattering interactions he has with Kathleen are happening at her bookstore at a party. Like, he doesn't have to be business Joe there. I agree, but I think they're all shaped by his professional life. None of the times where he's being a shitbag is it just them talking about the weather and he becomes a shitbag. You know, I can do that. I'm actually someone who sometimes will just be a dick out of nowhere on accident, and that's just like a bad habit of mine. Joe isn't like that. He's really only a dick when it is things related to the bookstores. Yeah. Well, he ends his email by saying, I'm sure you have no idea what I'm talking about because he's put her on this innocent pedestal. Mm -hmm. And she, having just interacted with Joe, is like, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Parentheses, this is not said. Because it just happened to me. Mm -hmm. But I'm totally jealous. She wishes she had this skill. Maybe not in life, but specifically to interact with Joe. She has these moments where she wants to come back and stand up for herself. And she just goes blank. Well, and there are actually some... She does say that whenever this happens, she goes blank. Just like you said there, yeah. Um, There are actually some moments, though, that are cut from the film that are in the script, and I think some of them were even shot, 
that show this happening outside of just her interactions with Joe. Um, this idea that Kathleen is a bit of a pushover or that she doesn't know how to stand up to bullies is baked into her character beyond what we see in the film, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so this is really the one example of it that we get. But it's nice to get this email where we do get to hear her expressing that that is sort of a larger problem for her. And that is where the minute ends. The whole minute ends with her saying she goes blank when she gets bullied. That's it. It's funny we can wrap this up, but a lot of the scenes, like, I feel like you can tell in the editing room, like, they're cutting it for certain times to, like, end on minutes because that's how scripts are written. Like, a page is about a minute. But this is one of those longer, it's like the shop around the corner scene where it's like this minute was very hard to talk about because it just stops right in the middle where so many of our scenes really end when the scene ends. Yeah, yeah, we've been almost maybe lucky or maybe it has been constructed, but uh, it, it is, this is one of those where it just painfully ends in the middle of what Kathleen and Joe are talking about and we're gonna have to come back and see what they come up with next time. So until next time. Until next time, all you Mr. Nasties. Thank Thank your. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode. (laughs) You're <laughs> not